You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Wednesday, December 2nd, and is it weird that we've got a hump day here, but we've got Steelers football, and that's because the Ravens are coming to Pittsburgh. It is happening. Huh. Feels like it's been forever. Maybe it has been. I don't know what days are anymore. Anyways, today to get me through, help me get through this show, we've got Dean I and Pietro from WPXI Channel 11. We're gonna start just talking, get, getting you up to, up to speed with the fact that the game is happening, any details that come with it. Then on top of that, after afterwards, we're gonna go into the Mike Tomlin versus John Harbaugh history of their rivalry. There's an actually a really interesting record on the line with this game, and we'll let you know what that is in that segment. Then for the final segment, a final. I think this is the fourth time I've previewed this game, but we'll give you one with both of our final score predictions. All right here today on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch this season. I like to watch this season when I'm going over game footage to see how TJ Watt gets a lot of his sacks. When I do, I like to drink a nice cold Pepsi. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through your game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. And, uh, whew, we made it! They're playing today! Finally! No more previews! Well, one more because we're doing one today. But one more preview! And I say we because we are not alone. D, I am Pietro, takes the stage for his normal Wednesday appearance on the show. He was so kind of us to join us for our pregame. Of course, Dean from WPXI Channel 11 here in Pittsburgh. Dean, how you doing, my man? Finally! The Steelers have arrived to unleash hell in December. <laughs> but now, nah, but here's the real question, Dean. <laughs> Since the NFL has forced the Steelers to play three games in 12 days, does that mean that the NFL dun, 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 unleashed hell in December on the Steelers? Oh, they tried. Oh, they tried. But- <laughs> They tried to unleash hell, but you can't unleash hell on the demon. And it's going to be a takeover of the NFL because the Steelers are angry. We're going to get to that in a bit, but uh, we got to keep get you updated. So all of the news that we've received is the, is that this game is good to go. I know. And, and that's, that's worth a whole segment right now because there's several times we thought it was good to go. We thought it was going to go Thursday. We thought it was going to go Sunday. We thought it was going to go Tuesday. And every time we, we had the rug pulled out from under us and then we're sitting there saying, well, that was a waste. So, but now, according to Jameson Hensley of ESPN, the Ravens did a full practice. There were no muscle strains. Jeez. And 
They uh, and it looks like they are they they're good to travel Tuesday night. I haven't seen any confirmation that they've landed in Pittsburgh or anything like that. But I mean, you know, again, the there was some complaints or so the, the Ravens said they had come some concerns, quote unquote about the weather because there was a quote-unquote snowstorm here in Pittsburgh. Uh, by the way, it was one to three inches. I brushed off my car in like three seconds. Um, so, you know, all, but all that being said, there's no more excuses, at least in my eyes. The only thing that would slow it down is if another positive comes on the day of the game. But there were no positives reported all, all, all Tuesday, which means you're good to go. There's nothing else you got to worry about. Right, Dean? Are the little birdies okay? Are they okay? Did they get their practice in? Because they couldn't prepare for the game. Oh, shut up, Harbaugh. Come on, man. Oh, they got, we got to practice. We got to practice. How many practices did the Steelers really have? Seriously, how many did they have? That's a good question. Um, okay, because they were going to practice, but then not, and then trying to keep a normal week. And they didn't have that many legit practices as well because they ended up trying to form their own makeshift buy out of this. Yeah. And how many – I'm sorry, how many practices did the Broncos get with the – oh, yeah, none. Mm-hmm. A lot of excuses for the Ravens, a lot of excuses. And, and, again, those excuses have allowed them to push this game further and further and further, and now it's put the Steelers in a bind um, because now the other thing is here, Dean, the pressure's all on the Steelers. If the Ravens lose, they'll be like, yeah, we didn't have anybody. But if the Steelers even struggle just a little bit, just because they had to wait for so long to play this game, if they come out the gates and they stumble for whatever reason and, or some of their players get hurt and they're like, well, suck for you. You, you should have been. There's, there's going to be no excuses made for the Steelers. They're going to just be like, you know what? You stink. You didn't do well enough. Ha ha. And everyone's just going to say, you know, you know, poor old Ravens. It was they, – they, they were done wrong by this situation, even though they're the ones that created the situation. Well, I got to be honest. I got to I, – I, I've always grew up – I grew up a Steelers fan. And as a fan and not as a journalist, I have, mm-hmm. I have hated the Ravens, as most people do. They have been that one team. The sight of purple makes me angry, okay, much really? like orange with the Flyers, Jeez. okay? I like purple. I hate – well, okay. Well, we'll get to you shortly. Prince. <laughs> you don't Prince get to eliminate Prince. No, 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 you don't get Prince to eliminate Prince just because the Ravens stink, man. No, that's, no, not, no, no, that's, no. that's not his fault. He came before them. Prince is the only one who's allowed. I make There is a Prince clause in the purple hatred. I also – I got to wear my Chris Carter from the, from the Vikings jersey because right. I yeah, am Chris yeah. Carter. What? I mean, come on, man. What am I supposed to do? Just throw that stuff away? I can't. And there's Vince yeah. Carter from his Raptors days. I, we, uh, anyway. I, I saw Chris Carter play, and you are not Chris Carter. Anyway. <laughs> I indeed am Chris Carter. <laughs> anyway, I have never wanted to see the Steelers pound on the Ravens harder than I want to see them pound on them later today. I want to see them tear them into oblivion. I want to see them have to make Roger Goodell institute a mercy rule at halftime. I want him to beat them that badly for what they have done with this. Will that happen? No. Look, we know the national media is going to, as you had alluded to, if the Steelers don't come out and come out on fire, oh, well, the Steelers aren't that great. Kansas City, Kansas City, mwah, mwah, mwah. You got to understand, they've been jerked around all week. They haven't had a flow of practices. They might come out a little bit rusty. Let's be Mm -hmm. honest. That is extremely possible. They may not come out and light it on fire. They may 
struggled through a first quarter to get their legs because of the time they had off that was unexpected and the degree of which they were able to practice. So that's not totally out of the realm of possibility. But it does not – it doesn't matter how they win as long as they win. And if they're 11-0, they're 11-0, and they're the best damn team in the NFL. There it is. And Kansas City can just, you know – <laughs> the Go Kansas City else. lovers can just sit there and you know find well, for the day that the Steelers are going to lose because I don't I don't see it happening today. It, but here's the thing: is I, in Kansas City, you can give them their flowers because they, they they've been they've been winning their games too. They lost one to the Raiders, who just got blown up by the Falcons, and that's that that that's on them. But they they still are a very dangerous team anytime they take. Oh, the they, are. Like, they, so, they like, are. So like. I, you know, I don't think it's any bad thing for people to say, hey, I, I still think Kansas City is the better team, but we'll see. We you love know. Patrick Mahomes. Right, right. And that, but we know, what, we know what that is. But I think the thing here <laughs> is that the Steelers, they're staying focused, even with the Ravens getting back two running backs. By the way, by the way, I want to break this point. John Harbaugh and the Ravens were concerned about muscle strains because they hadn't practiced in, what, a week, two weeks, whatever it was, and that they were worried that without those practices, their play, that their players wouldn't be able to play on uh, Tuesday, which is why they needed to postpone it to Wednesday. So then if that's the case, then why in the world is Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins about to suit up on Wednesday when they aren't getting cleared until Wednesday, which means they couldn't practice until Wednesday. So if they can go and their running backs, the biggest twitch got to move quick in space position in the game. It's that sounds a little hokey poke to me. I don't believe it. I don't believe that. And then, and it's so, it's also two faced because we heard, we heard so many different excuses. First, it was the weather. Then it was the muscle strings. And then, and then Dan Graziano went on ESPN and said on the get up show where he's talking to, uh, uh, to Mike Greenberg, and he's saying, you know, the only reason this got postponed is because of the one t- t- positive test. But the positive test was from a guy on IR that's not even in contact with the team. What are we doing here? You're making excuses. That's all it is. Making excuses. And I tweeted it on the WPXI Final Word account a few days ago, and it got some positive responses, as I expected it would from Steeler Nation. And I still believe this. Anybody who was placed on that COVID list – before last Thursday, I will give you that, should not be permitted to play in this game whenever it is played. They would not have played the game. They were on the COVID list. That is the fair thing to do. You're out for this game, period, no matter when. But the Ravens successfully manipulated it to get their running backs back in the lineup. That's all they did. That was their goal. And Roger Goodell, you're a sucker because you bought it. <laughs> he called him a sucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, but all, all, th- all things considered, this game is happening today. 3.40 p.m. I'm very <laughs> sorry for those of you who have to work right now, though the Steelers did like release an unofficial uh, release form from work, <laughs> yeah. which I think was hilarious. I tried awesome. to give it to Dayon to see if it would work. He just liked the tweet. Um, Ooh, maybe if I give it to my boss, maybe she'll let me out. <laughs> yeah. Kelly. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, but, but in all seriousness, it, it's just, we're both, I think everyone's just glad it's, Finally, Let's get this over. Let's just play the damn game. Play just play the, the game. doggone game. Can't wait to see it. Um, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, there's some nif- there's some significance about this beyond just all the craziness. Harbaugh versus Tomlin and that and that history. There's an interesting number I want to bring up. 
right after this. But before we do that, we got to talk to our great friends at Echelon. What's up, Locked On listeners? This is Chris Carter here, and I'm telling you about a new way to help get in shape that's going to motivate you by helping you hit your fitness goals, stay on task, and have you feeling great about yourself. That's because of our great sponsor, Echelon. Echelon offers the next generation of connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, rowing machines, and their all-new Stride Smart Treadmill. No matter what your favorite fitness activity is, Echelon gives you a fun and challenging workout from the comfort of your own home. Their world-class instructors will motivate you with thousands of daily live and on-demand studio-level classes, always available when you need them. Unlike their competitors, Echelon is affordable for everyone, and one membership lets up to five family members all work out at the same time. Right now, you can try Echelon Fitness Equipment at home for 30 days. Go to echelonfit.com slash NFL. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N Echelon fit.com slash nfl back here on the locked on steelers podcast i'm your host chris carter here with dean i am pietro versus uh i am pietro versus from wpxi excuse me i was about to say it's tomlin versus harbaugh it's a uh, a tradition unlike any other as they say in the masters um now historically this game actually kind of represents a lot because Harbaugh technically has the ed- he does have the edge in regular season wins, but these two teams are tied. Um, I believe for uh, um, in the oh no excuse me actually I think Harbaugh still has the edge in playoff in in, the, in it was, even with the playoffs because uh, it says according to this oh no I'm sorry no it is tied right now yeah, it is fourteen to fourteen yep it is fourteen to fourteen right now and that's because. Harbaugh is up 13 to 12 in the regular season. Tomlin is up two to one in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And that means it's 14 to 14. So whoever wins this game will gain the edge over the other until they meet again, which may be in the playoffs this year or may have to wait until next year. Um, and we've seen some, you know, this, this battle go through. This started all back in 2008 when the Steelers triple swept the, 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 the Ravens in Harbaugh's first year in the league. Uh, I remember in my first four years of college where um, from 2007 to 2011, the Steelers never lost with Ben Roethlisberger in, in this game uh, against the Ravens while I was in college. Um, and it was, it was, it wasn't until I went to law school that they started losing to the Ravens. And I'm like, Oh, I was like, maybe I need to go back to undergrad. Um, but, uh, but in all seriousness, Dean, you've watched this rivalry grow throughout the years and morph into different things. Where do you see it standing at now between two coaches with, with each with having a Super Bowl ring and a, a lot of wins under their belt? I mean, I think it's one of them. It's something that's an actually a very quietly historic thing that's happening. Um, I just uh, looked it up. I guess the Elias Sports Bureau said that um, their last meeting, their first meeting this year, was the 25th regular season meeting for them. And that's the most in the Super Bowl era between two coaches. Wow. The most. And there's only two other times that you have, could have two, had two coaches meeting each other, and that goes back to the Curly Lambeau and George Tallis days. Um, so they've met more head-to-head than anybody, and they're tied Man, you talk about a prize fight. They should have put this on pay-per-view the other night instead of Tyson. These two going at it. 
And you've just had some great moments, some, some great wins, a lot of great wins that we always remember more the Steelers wins, of course. And, you know, and of course the little Tomlin shuffle onto the field on Thanksgiving night, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the controversy what, about Tomlin running into the tunnel and Harbaugh didn't like it. Mm-hmm. You don't, you, you know. don't like anything. If, if you, oh, if you com- don't remember when if they you complained don't come on. about playing primetime, remember yeah. about that? They yep, didn't want to go to Pittsburgh and play primetime all yeah, the time. That's just, yeah. Like, 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 yeah. Like, like, again, he, he wants everything his way. And if, as a coach, if I don't, if he doesn't come out and if you don't hug him and say, Hey man, I hope you feel better. He gets upset. Like we saw with Mike Rabel. Oh, little baby birdie's all sad. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but but see, here's the thing, Dean. Both of these coaches have really strong reputations as far as winning and building cultures for winning, um, and and we've seen that. Both of them won Super Bowls. Uh, Mike Tomlin's been to one more, um, but you know. But I I, I really do wonder because uh, a couple things here for Harbaugh. He was on the way out. All sources indicated. If Lamar Jackson didn't take over in 2018 when he did, that they would have lost the season out and then he was on his way out the door. And Lamar Jackson saves his career. Then last year, of course, he was the NFL MVP. And, you know, no one's talking about that about Harbaugh anymore. But now you're in a position where I I think Steelers fans had grown to have that mutual respect for Harbaugh because him and Tomlin had gone at it for years. Even if you don't like him, if you hated him, you still had the respect for him. It's it's like Ray Lewis. You had the respect for his play on the field, even if for nothing else. But – does what's happened this week? Does that throw all that out the window for Steelers fans? Because it's a he, he the Harbaugh's are all about we're tough, we're rough, we're bad, we don't take no mess, we go in there, we talk trash. Uh, I mean, him because his, his, his brother Jim Harbaugh always been super loud, whether he was with Stanford or San Francisco, or now he's with Michigan and they're getting their butts kicked every week. Um, but then, but then you see like how, how whiny they get. And, I think he's the – and despite the fact that the Ravens at one point beat the Steelers in the playoffs and did go on to win a Super Bowl, I think they're still the little brother, man. They're still the annoying little brother, and this is just the annoying little brother manipulating stuff with mom to get his way. That's what it is. That's what he's done. That's what they did when they did the whole complaining about primetime games in Pittsburgh. It, he, he is just the – the he's just you know, he's like sitting there poking you, poking you, poking you, poking you until you have mm-hmm. to just smack him down, which is what's going to happen today. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> um, I I do have a general respect for Harbaugh. I mean, every time it seems like in recent years where I've been like, well, the Ravens aren't going to be that good this year. And all of a sudden they're good. And you're like, how, how, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there is consistent and, and good coaching. Um, I'm going to be interested to see what happens if they're, season continues to tailspin here. I mean, they were five and one, and if they lose this, they're six and five. Right. Um, they're in a collapse if that happens. And I'm interested to see how things turn at that point. As far as Steeler fans uh, will, so I've certainly un- unleashed hell on him on Twitter and on their venom for Harbaugh. So I don't think it changes very much the general Steelers fans' outlook on Harbaugh because they just don't like the guy. Mm-hmm. But – you know, you still have to respect the job he's done and the fact that he's yeah. gone toe-to-toe with Mike Tomlin all this time. And, you know, it's been – it's it's a true rivalry. I mean, I you always hate to lose games, but you want a good rivalry where it's a battle. You want that. And then you want to come out on top of it. Right. And, and it's it's funny how there there's similar parallels, you could say, about both 
uh, both coaches. Uh, one, uh, the Steelers have five division titles since Harbaugh's entered the league. The Ravens have four. Uh, but, what, you know, one of the main things you always hear about Mike Tomlin is, oh, he hasn't won enough playoff games in the last 10 years, even though he's, he's won five, which is a decent number for most coaches. Um, since the Ravens won the Super Bowl in 2012, Dean, how many playoff games have they won? I'm not remembering very many. Is it zero? I believe it's one. One? Oh. One against the Steelers in that game where Le'Veon Bell got hurt the week before. Oh, um, yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, they didn't, they've, they've won two divisions. They've won the division twice since winning the Super Bowl, and that was the last two years. And in 2018, they lost to the Chargers. And in 2019, they lost their first game in, you know, in hosting the Titans. Um, that, that, that one's not a good one. When you're 14-2 and two and someone comes into your house, you, yep. you've got to take care of that business. And houses you. I mean, and, and again, it'd be different if they were missing Lamar Jackson or if they were missing, you know, uh, Marlon Humphrey right. or, or right. one of their key players. But they, they, they were fully activated in that game. And they got like, – like with the Steelers, you can say, you know, when they lost to the, the, to the Jaguars, it was bad and there's no excuses for it. But Ryan Shazier being out forced the defense to go into a scramble mode where they didn't have any answers. And then everyone was scoring points on them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and then you, you look at, you know, 2016, they were missing Bell, and, you know, and half the offense. Uh, 2015, they were missing the entire offense. You know, it's you know, you know, time and time again, the Steelers had that. But the Ravens, not, not really so much. Uh, but the, I think the bottom line when it comes to these two is that they are both highly accomplished coaches. But I do – I, I do. I do wonder what it's going to be like when Tomlin meets Harbaugh at the fifty-yard line before or after the game, and like Tony, Tony, like you know, was was just like you know, like like man, like Tomlin's never going to show it, but you know, he's going to he's going to give he's going to give Harbaugh the bird, you know, when nobody's looking. <laughs> um, but I, I see. I, I don't like. I, how does Tomlin manage that? Because he's been one to 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 always put business first, right? But at the same time. He also had. He's also a confident guy, and he believes in in pushing the spirit of his team forward. And this has been a major challenge on set by them by the Ravens coaching staff. I've got to admit, there's a side of me that would like to see Tomlin in a very subtle way, maybe even in a post game, throw it in their faces. I really do. I want to see it because you know this is the way that the Steelers have been jerked around by this, the events of this week. Um, I think if they come out of it, they earn the right to uh, squawk a little bit. I, I I think that'd be fair. Now, have they've earned the right, but do you think they should? Yeah, they don't play them again this year, do they? <laughs> <laughs> but maybe in the – but see, to me, it's not just about the Ravens. It's about every other team out there. It's about you beat this team. And and dance when you score your touchdowns, you know, you know, and, and and you know, and when you score a touchdown, maybe even point at Harbaugh, let him know like that was for you, buddy. Um, but yeah, I don't, but, I don't have a problem with any of that. Yeah. But but again, when you're when you're dominating on the field, that's one thing. But like I'm saying, like when they come off the field and they're making their comments at the, on Zoom, I was about to say at the. Podium. I would just go to the locker room if I was Tom, and I wouldn't shake his hand. There you go. I would not. I would not shake his hand. There you go. That would be my statement. I would not shake his hand. So. It's uh, it's crazy, but uh, the this is the chance for someone to take a lead at least, you know, maybe for a year, maybe for just a, a month or two until they play in the playoffs. But it'll be 15-14 either way after this game. Who wins, Tomlin or Harbaugh? We, we're pretty sure it's Tomlin, but who wins, Tomlin or Harbaugh? It all goes down today. Ah. <sighs> 
feels good to say that. All right, got to throw it to a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be giving our final, final, final preview of this game. Before we do that, we got to talk to our great friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious person and helps someone lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat during the day. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, but high-protein and high-fiber, and they're great for a keto diet. Instead of when you're tired and hungry at work and you need a boost to get through the day, instead of going to the vending machine and getting those cupcakes, those Pop-Tarts, those potato chips, get something healthy like a Built Bar. It'll fill you up, taste great, and get you through the rest of your day with the energy that you need. And Built Bar comes in 18 amazing different flavors. Six of those new flavors are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. You can get all those flavors by going to their website right now at BuiltBar.com. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $10 off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Dean Pietro from Channel 11 WPXI. Dean, I've given three score predictions for this game. <laughs> three. Oh my goodness. So I'm giving a fourth. <clears throat> but before we get to predictions, I, w- I think it's important to go over how the Steelers should come out in this game because they know they don't have James Conner. They got Benny Snell back there. And you got a, a Ravens team that is still hurt up on both sides of the ball. They're down to the third string center. Uh, according to Dale Lally, they, 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 the Ravens do not expect to get back Brandon Williams, even though uh, the nose tackle, even though he's off the COVID list, he, he still has an injury that might preclude him from playing in this game. So is the best way of attack, your opinion, I, have my, I already have my opinion, but is the best way of attack coming out and slinging it with Ben Roethlisberger? Because also, you know, this is cold. It's, it's a little bit snowy. Um, or you come out and you try to pound them with Benny Snell football. Nope, you do not come out and try to pound them with Benny Snow football because you would not have come out and tried to pound them with James Conner football. This team is a passing first team, and do what brung you, okay? Ben Roethlisberger, the short passes, those slants, your screens. I think you need your quick passes, you know, pick on the places that are vulnerable, take a couple shots. Um, I'm not. I'm not entirely confident in Ben's deep ball yet this year. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe take a shot or two. Why not? Um, but I don't think. I don't think you divert from whatever your game plan would have been, because I think you're going to find success with it. And and if it means you know Ben's going to throw forty to forty five times, and you know you're not talking about throwing deep balls forty to forty five times in that. So. I would su- I would suggest to have just have your game plan and execute it. You know, don't let circumstance change what you intend to do when you're focusing on your strengths. No, I, I agree. I, I think you I think you absolutely lean on what you do to get this lead. Now, if they get a twenty uh, you know a twenty eight point lead, not even a twenty one point lead, I want f- four touchdown lead here. Um, that's when I start to say, okay, let's. Let's look to other ways to do things here. Let's try to solidify the run game a little bit. Let's get some confidence here. Um, 
And not, and also, I would consider once you get to a certain point in the second half and you're up like that, if you're up like that, um, pull Ben Roethlisberger, protect him, because the Ravens weren't above doing things in this game to to, to stall it. Who's to say they wouldn't be above giving some shots to Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah, if you put it out of reach, you pull guys. And, and he did that with Jacksonville. He did that in yes. the Jacksonville game, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think you do the same thing there because you have a short week. You have two short weeks now. Thank mm-hmm. you, Stucker, Roger. And, um, yeah, I mean, if, if you get that lead, then you do that. Uh, by the way, just as a note, uh, Brandon Williams is out. He will He's out. Not play. So he's not that even playing. Official. Yes, that is That's official. Correct. There you go. So, um, yeah, but I don't think you alter that and try to run the ball more. Um, and you try to build that lead, and if you build that lead, then you rest rest the guys that you need to rest, and uh, don't risk injury because you got uh, you got a tough stretch now coming up. Now, defensively, do you like, <laughs> like do you blitz RG three every play? Because um, my my thinking here was RG three is not beating you with his arm, if right. it's, it, unless you're leaving guys wide open. I would trust my guys to communicate the way they have this year, stuff the run, take away Gus Edwards, take away J.K. Dobbins, take away Mark Ingram. RG3, you got to beat us down the field into tight passing windows. And he might hit a few of those, but can he hit them all the time? And he also doesn't have Mark Andrews. So, um, Mm -hmm. and I think if you just keep the pocket around him, just don't let him get out. And, man, pin your ears back and come after him. Come after him. Put hits on him. Hit. Hit, 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 hit. Hit him over and over and over again and make him feel pain. Like like Marshawn Lynch says, over and over and over and over. Exactly. And you and just over. put hits on him. Yep. And you put hits on him. And then you put another hit on him. Okay? Make that guy sorry that he's playing. Okay? <laughs> I think you'd be you – be, I can't think of the word right now, but you you be aggressive, but not recklessly. Okay, mm-hmm. you be in a controlled aggression mode, but you, you don't sit back. You come at them, come at them hard. Make statements. Make statements this game. Okay, we are beating you. We don't care who you're suiting up. We are just going to pound you mm-hmm. and pound them. And, unleash and, hell. And unleash hell on them. So that's that that's your answer. Just unleash hell. Um <laughs> but I, I think this would be a great time to continue to bring your front four, bring your occasional pass rush up the middle with Vince Williams. Um do everything you do against Lamar Jackson, just flip it to someone with a left-handed strength on, on the with their because of RG3's quarterback hand. Um yep. you know, you know, force him to have to beat you down the field. Um I, the only thing I would say is, you know, I think you can you still be cautious with the gap integrity, but because sometimes against Lamar Jackson, you can't be as aggressive to stop the run because you got to concern or be concerned if you're being played so that Lamar Jackson can burst elsewhere. Maybe in this game, not be as concerned with that, be more concerned with stuffing the run and trust that RG three is not Robert, uh, not uh, Lamar Jackson. And he's not RG three of old. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I, I legitimately think they can do everything possible to contain RG three and not have to panic in this game. I so, concur. With that being said, D9 Pietro, your final, yes, final, final score prediction of Steelers versus Ravens. Here's how the game plays out. First quarter, cautious, a little rusty, 3-3. Three, three. 
halftime. I think you're looking at 10-6 Steelers. And then three touchdowns in the third quarter, and it's 31-6. to And then you sit a few guys, and maybe they get a BS touchdown later in the game. 31-13 is your final. You got 31-13. Yep. I got it being 38-6. I think they're going to come out. You're going to see a 10-0 first quarter. I think they get a field goal in the second quarter because Justin Tucker just hits them from everywhere. That's the one thing you got to remember. Justin Tucker is still out there. Um, Legit, yeah. But um, I I really think that you're going to see the Steelers pour it on, and it's going to be like 28-6 at the half. And then they come out, they maybe put up one more touchdown with the first-team offense, and then they just get into cruise control. Um, and, And you'll see them take long drives. But I also think with the way the Ravens were tackling the last time they played, because don't forget that game against the Titans, you know, a big part of what we were talking about coming from that game was how Derrick Henry was running them over. AJ Brown was running them over. They were just, they weren't tackling well in that game. And now you get Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson is extremely slippery and Juju Smith-Schuster, who's now fully rested. Mm -hmm. Um, Now you're in a situation where it's like, okay, buddy, let's see how you tackle this week. Um, Right. And protect the football. Protect the football, number one. Ben, don't make any dumb throws. Right. And Claypool, you know, he, you know, Ben said after Claypool's fumble against the Ravens, he said he when he makes a mistake, he corrects it. We haven't seen that problem since. Right. Um, and uh, I think as long as they handle that business, there's no doubt in my mind they blow this team out. Absolutely. Absolutely, sir. And before we go, I need to let everybody know. <sighs> Chris got me. <laughs> you didn't have to say this on the show. I was going to let you slide. Uh, so I got to let him I got to let him know what you're about. Okay? Yeah, you, you do you do. Go ahead. I am a two-time two-time fantasy football champion in one of my leagues. Yes. And we have a legit championship belt. And I proudly display that belt proudly. on my desk at work at WPXI. Now, I was off last week. And I went into work last Tuesday preparing for the Thursday game. So the pregame show on WPXI, which you can see at 2.30 this afternoon. And things are crazy, right? Oh, obviously, COVID, game changes. Oh, man, a game change again, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, a game change again. Trying to do a pregame, trying to do hits in news, trying to do all this stuff. We're busy, 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 busy. We're emotionally drained from the whole week. Sunday comes and we're doing the final word and Chris is there and Chris is doing the final word with us. And we come back to my desk and he kind of looks over at my desk and I'm like, what? And I say, I, I go to Jenna, who Jenna Harner, you guys know she's on the show. I say, Jenna's, Jenna's desk is like, like diagonally across from Dean's. And I said, Jenna, he hasn't noticed yet. And she said, oh my God, I forgot. And yeah. then Dean look, just looked at his desk and he noticed that. I looked at my desk. Mm-mm where my championship belt was supposed to be (laughs) and it was gone and not now i thought i thought that carter just came back from final word and took the belt oh no 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 because he's done that before yes i have you know just to see if i notice Uh no 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 he did that the week before while i was off i worked for six days at my desk and did not <laughs> realize my championship belt was missing god i got him but then it wasn't over <sighs> so we play this game where 
we, you know, the rocks catch phrase. It doesn't matter what you think. So the game is you got, and I think if you've listened to the show, we've talked about this game before where um, I say, you know, it does, you know, you ask someone a question where it's like, Hey, what do you, what do you think about blah? And then if the person starts to answer, you say, it doesn't matter what you think by cutting them off. And it's like a, it's like a big, like, I got you joke. So I, I got, so, so I, you know, I, I, now that I, I've been setting this up all week. Like I, I've been sitting at home. I've had Dean on this show while that belt was hidden in someone else's desk. And I didn't even bring it up. I was just, I didn't even ask him, Hey, how's your belt? I held, I held on to this. And the whole time I'm planning, as soon as he figures out that his belt is gone, I want to be there in his face when he does. And when he does, I'm going to, he, I'm going to let him know it's been gone for a week. And then when he realizes that he's going to be hit with all the shame, and then I'm going to say, where do you think it's hidden? And just as I knew, he said, uh, and I say, it doesn't matter what you think. And I got this man twice in one night. And he was de- devastated. I threw myself a victory parade around WPXI for a little bit. I had my mask on the whole time. No one, I was not uh, within six feet of anybody. Yes, but, you, were, you, were, you, were, you were sufficiently social distanced because it's a good thing. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Dean, you're a good sport in bringing that up. I was going to let him go. I wasn't going to bring that you, up. He got me. And I, I salute your efforts. Thank you, sir. To, uh, to get me to that degree, I, I do feel shame not realizing my belt was gone for six days and uh, <laughs> you could have done it since we do this we actually record this on zoom you could have just held it up in the zoom and i, I just so been. i thought about that <laughs> i i thought about that but i was like that's too dirty like like that because that is theft and then because then you took something from from the building that's that's a whole other thing i was like i don't, oh, don't want to go all there but, but plus i also wanted to i was hoping that jenna would remember she completely forgot that was how good the joke was um, oh gosh. so anyways, but that's behind the scenes of what happens at channel 11 and how we yes. rank each other. Um, cause Dean's got me a couple of times, you know, yes. but, but this, this was, this was grade a super bowl. Type this, stuff. this was, this was next level. It was impressive. Yeah. I, I, I salute you. you. Thank you, sir. Thank Chris you, sir. Carter, not the Vikings, Chris Carter, but Chris Carter. <laughs> I am the Vikings. Chris Carter. <laughs> anyways. Um, thank Dean. Thanks so much for having you on the show. You, you heard it here. Uh, 31, 13, you said. That's what I said. I got 38 to six. I think the Steelers trounce these guys. We both think the Steelers trounce these guys. And we're watching it on Wednesday afternoon, Woo-hoo. which is weird. So yes. <laughs> I will be giving you a full recap show tomorrow, for tomorrow after this game's over. It might even go up tonight because it's going to be weird. A, a, a weekday game is going to end around – 730? 6.30. Yeah. 6.30. 6.30. Yeah. 6.30. 6.45. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Jeez. Like, I'm not going to know what to do with myself. But, hey, I'm not complaining about uh, getting to go to bed earlier. Anyways, thanks so <laughs> much for listening to the Locked On Steelers podcast. Dean, let people know where they can follow you and find you and more of your work. I am Dean16 on Twitter. And uh, tune in for the pregame, 2.30 today on Channel 11. Then we have an hour post game. I'll be producing all of that fine programming. And uh, we hope that you'll join us because we do love uh, bringing that to you. Absolutely do do that because uh, they do some great work with the Albie Oxenrider and, of course, the Jenna Harner, who comes on Fridays on our show. Thanks so much for listening. And, hey, if you're enjoying this show, please subscribe to us. We're on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere podcasts are hosted. I'm Chris Carter from DKPittsburghSports.com. Subscribe to us for just $4.99 a month, $39.99 a year. Get all your Steelers, Pirates, Penguins, Pitt, Penn State, and Duquesne coverage that you can shake a stick at. Um, we'll have Dale and Dayon at the game. Of course, I'll be recapping the game right here on this show, getting you all the reactions to what happens. Uh, and again, and, and also, if you're enjoying this show, please rate us five stars, leave a positive comment. Doing so gets you a shout out on the show. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a happy 
hump day and enjoy watching your Steelers.